Oh, I'm going to get some hate mail on this one. Today we're talking about... Man! What's up, fellas? What's going on? Welcome back to the Cut, Light, and Smoke podcast. The most controversial podcast in the cigar industry. And why would we call it Cut, Light, and Smoke? We'll be talking about the subject we're talking about today because we're smoking cigars. And we're having a conversation with a fine young lady to my right. And my dude, JB, always right in front of me. So, JB, tell, tell the people at home what you're smoking right now. I'm smoking some, uh, some new little, uh, like little figurado looking size from uh, La Galara on their new Cameroon. Okay. Uh, I'm going to be a, I'm going to be really honest. Yeah. Smoke good. Smoke's good so far. Okay. But I hate the way this tapers down into this little tiny Yeah? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm not a not, fan. Not I'm a fan not of, a fan uh, of the shape. Okay. Okay. That's right. a that's a vi- like that's little. I could punch a hole bigger than the end of this you that could. I had to cut. You could. You could. I'll, I, I'll agree with that. Did I I'll cut the that. wrong end? No, I think you did it right. I'm not sure, but I'm going to go ahead and say you did it right. Okay, just is, because. Is there a right or wrong way to cut these? Everything's relative now, so it's how you feel. Mm. It's how you feel, okay? Well, so I, everything- I, I feel <laughs> that I cut this correctly. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, I'm smoking Legolera's Habano and actually enjoying it. And we are joined with none other than uh, a former slash current employee she's gonna be coming back and help us out here in a little bit uh this is quinta to my right quinta say hi to everybody hi everyone quinta is the sweetest thing in the entire world and we love working with a little sister to me and today we're talking about a really controversial subject that as we were talking um and kind of pre-showing what we're talking about today uh quinta was just giving us the you know the business about it and i was like I, I i need you to come and be on the podcast right now can you do that and she's kind enough to enjoy a good cigar you're smoking burn notice right yes okay tell me what you think about it so far i mean you're you're not really a, you're a cigar you're a cigar smoker you're not a cigar flavored cigar smoker typically no that, okay. that is correct okay so that's flavored so what do you think about it it's actually not too bad and okay. it tastes a lot of cinnamon hmm. okay cinnamon all right all and right. i love cinnamon okay okay little cinnamon action there. Okay, that, that's good. I'm excited about that. Uh, a bunch of my buddies and I had that this weekend, actually. We were, we were uh, riding motorcycles and everything like that. JB had some stuff to do, so he couldn't join us, but he will be there next time, and uh, I'm, I'm pretty excited about that. So, hey, let's just jump into it, guys. Let's, let's, let's get into it. I'm going to tell you first how this conversation is birthed out of and what it's birthed out of. Uh, because it makes no sense if I don't. And so in our podcast, we talk about cigars, masculinity, and culture, if you would. And so why do I have a woman on here? Because we're talking about men and women in particular today. And I have a woman that I absolutely respect and love, and she's awesome. And so I'm really looking forward to hearing her insight. I imagine that some of the things that we talk about, we're not going to all agree on. But uh, I think there's enough of it here that is controversial enough, particularly in our culture, that uh, it will be it'll make for a great conversation, I think. And I, I hope it adds value to your life. Those of you guys are listening at home and maybe smoking a cigar right now. By the way, if you are smoking a cigar and you're listening to us and you have any questions, comments or insults, you can email us at cutlightsmokepodcast at gmail.com. All one word, cutlightsmokepodcast at gmail.com. Again, the podcast brought to you by zealcigars.com. Zeal Cigars is your number one place to find cigars on the internet. And with that said, let's talk about uh, how the conversation came up. Go ahead. I could uh, I could totally put that shtick of you saying that on a button. Yeah? And so you don't have to repeat it every time. I know. I could. But I kind of just like you struggling through it every time. I do. I, I struggle quite often with things I have to say, but... You know, it's you, just, you should see how the videos are edited and how many times I say, um, it's terrible. So is bust, it still bad? I bust your chops all the time for doing it, but I do it tremendously I don't bad. think I do it as much as I did you that don't. first couple times. You don't. I do all the time. 
I do. Yeah, I do all the time. So I'm trying to trying to get it out of the uh, the um cycle well, see, that I'm in. Th- but it's because he sits back here and does all the research, and then comes up and goes, "Justin, we're talking about this topic," and I'm going in completely butt naked. A lot of times, a lot of times, <laughs> you're right. You are buck naked, and I at least have boxers on. So uh, that's that's where we're at. So we're gonna don't, don't come in here now. <laughs> this, this is a weird this is weird things going on. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna keep it good. But we're this this birthed out a conversation I had last night with a, a buddy of mine and his wife, and so Jamie and I were at their house. We having a great time. And uh, we were talking about, and the, the issue came up of what do you consider to be men? What do you consider to be what do you consider to be masculine? Because you know, in today's culture, that's a very, very hard. And so, I put down here five things that. Um, now was it five, three three was things? It, was it masculine as in general, or was it or was it more pertaining to to a man as it, as it pertains to a relationship? I, so there's two there's two. I guess one dovetails off the other. The first okay. thing is she asked me, can you define masculinity for me as you see it? Okay. And I said, absolutely. I can tell you exactly what I expect of a man. And uh, she was like, wow, that's great. And we got done. She's like, you should write a book about that. I'm like, I'm not going to write a book about it. But I mean, I don't think it's, I don't think, I mean, the book would have like one page and it just have these things on it. That's it. You know, so, uh, but I think how that works out in a man's life and how women see that work out in a man's life is very, very important. And so uh, I will say this, and I think it's very, very important to, to understand this. Um, I am when, when I talk about women, I'm talking about how guys want want a woman. I'm talking about wife material. I'm not talking about blowjobs in one night stands. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about wifey material. Okay, I'm not, that's what I'm talking about. So that's important. So it is it is mature subjects. You know, that we're talking about here. I'm gonna try to talk about it as much as I possibly can without smiling, snickering, and everything else, because I think it's really important that we talk about this. Because when it comes to men and masculinity, I've never really defined this for our audience. So I am pretty sure that after I do define it, our audience, you guys that are listening right now. Uh, we'll probably have some questions, maybe div- divided on on my opinion, if you would, of masculinity. But uh, first off, I- I'm going to say that I don't have all the answers, but this is what I consider to be a masculine man. So let me go. Let me go into it. I got three things real quick. The first one is um, when or have you taken responsibility for your own life? That means like your own life. You moved out of your mom and dad's house. You were on your own and you're making your own way without help in the real world. That's the first thing. Like you have to well, be able to. Well, the second step of that is then you you can take care of a family. Right, right. Like the, the, the dude first yeah. has to be able to do that. Yeah. So, so it's interesting because she put it back to me. She goes, did you do that first? And I said, no, I did not. No, we, don't, we don't know we're supposed yeah, to do that yeah, until it, it hits exactly, us in the face. Exactly. So I went from being I went from being uh, living with my parents going to college, okay, because I because I went to college in Cincinnati. My parents live in Cincinnati, so I lived there uh, to literally being married. So I never had a roommate, mm. never never lived on campus or anything else like that. So I went literally from my parents' house, boom, right to okay, so right. You didn't into really that. have that. No, never that had never had that experience. Walk of atonement, rather the right. your bar mitzvah. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> I I think as it pertains to a man, though, that it would have been even more beneficial for me to be out, okay. okay, of my parents' house because the first three years of my marriage were really difficult because I was a I was like a I was a little child. I I was stuck in this. Little, you didn't know how to share yeah, your I, life with somebody. Right, right. And my wife was vastly more mature than me, way above my pay grade in so many different ways that. After, after, about, after about three years, my wife comes to me and says, you know what? I'm done leading. I'm, I'm done with this. Uh, I'm not going to take care of the finances anymore, which you absolutely screw up. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do that. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sit back and I'm going to make you lead. You're going to have to lead me well. And I'll never forget going. She, I, I'm like, what do I do? She goes, I don't know what you got to do, but you got to go figure it out. And I literally started resourcing my, myself with other men that I respected mm-hmm. 
to show me how to do that. I got no less than three to five guys around me who are older men that have walked down the road. They're successful businessmen and what have you. And I was like, I need to be with these guys. I need you to tell me what it means to be a man and everything else like that. And one of the greatest freedoms I found in that was that I didn't have to do my own budget. He's like, you're, you're an absolute organizational mess. You know that? I'm like, yes, I do. I, that's not my gift. He's like, why don't you let your wife do the budget? I'm like, well, because a man's supposed to do that. He's like, who told you that? And I'm like, well, I, I don't know. I, I thought I'm supposed to be doing that myself. He goes, no, 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 no. It's a partnership and a marriage, and it's, it, it, you, you, you resource each other's weaknesses with your strengths. And I was like, oh, my gosh, that guy's smart. And so ever since we did that, just so you know, after three years in, we climbed out of debt, everything else like that. And my wife's been doing our finances for the better part of 25 years now in our marriage. I've been married almost 28 years. But, yeah, so for 25 years, she's been doing all the, all the money. That is, that is fantastic. <laughs> she, she really is. So that, that's the first thing. The second thing is um, uh, I said how a man carries himself is very, very important. Like I'm telling you what right now, guys. So uh, guys who look down, who walk defeated, guys who were like passive and they, they don't walk with like straight up with. I mean, not only is that dangerous to them. Like, I'm telling you what, like, like JB, I, I joke with JB a lot because he's my little brother and I love him to death. But the, he, I'm telling you what, you just, you walk with the swag, bro. You, I, you I was walk, actually going to say something about you, that. You do, dude. You walk with the swag. Damn you, it. That's, it's one, no, it's one of the things I respect about you when you walked in, man. You walked in like a, like a man, dude. You walked in like, hey, man, my name's Justin. I'm like, what's up, dude? I'm Brad. And real recognizes real when it comes to masculinity. We know that. Like, when you see a dude that's a dude, you're like, yeah, dude, that's a dude. You know, I mean, in, in all honesty, like, you walk with you walk with your chest out. You walk with a swagger, and I'm like, I because I do too. I'm, I don't I don't I don't come in here ever with my my head down and like, hey guys, I'm not sure what I'm gonna do today. I'm just gonna, you know, I'm gonna think about it, feel my way through the day. I come in, and I'm like, hey dude, it's time to kick today's ass. Let's get into it. Let's this these are the hard things we gotta go through. Here's the fun stuff we get a chance to do, mm-hmm. and let's get it popping. You know, so like that's that's exactly how I, how I roll. So that's the second thing, and the third thing was, has have you as a man made a living on your own without handouts, lift-ups, or anyone else helping you out. Meaning, I know guys who are successful, okay, and they never got there on their own. Now, here's the thing I'm not saying. I'm not saying it's okay to, like, have friends connect you and so on and so forth and to do networking and everything like that, but that you made that happen, not somebody else making that happen for you because you're incompetent, because you could not do that on your own. And so, like, they're having to treat you like a little baby. And I see that in masculinity today where guys are like, I need somebody to help me. I don't know what to do. You know, but, like. Dude, it, I literally heard Cliff Kingsbury say that in an interview today. I mean, I'm, 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 ser- I'm serious, dude. Like, you lose respect for people like that. Like, dude, figure it out, bro. Figure it out. Like, you just, you have to have them figure it out. So, like, you might think this is toxic masculinity. I'm telling you exactly what I expect of the men around me. And here's the question for you guys because I want to hear from you now. Of the people that you know that are my friends and other people that you know around me, do they fit these qualifications? I would say without knowing a, uh, all the details of everybody, I would say yes. I would agree. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that, that's, a, that's, a, and you're, you're here to disagree if you want to, you know, because I'm, it's just one of those things that that's, that's what I expect. So I try to build up in, I, I know, I know a guy who never worked for anything. He wrote the coattails of everybody. And then finally what ended up happening is that, 
you know, his family gave him a bunch of money to start a business and he's been very successful with it. You know, here, here's my thing. The problem is, I, and, and I even warned him about this, like he's never gone on his own. He's never done it on his own. Like I have no problem with your family investing. He's always on somebody else's leash. Right, right, man. And you, if you've never been off that leash, you don't know what you can do as a man. And a woman has a lot to do with that. I'll tell you that much. A woman has a tremendous amount to do with that. So what does a woman have to do with it? Well, a, a wife in particular, a wife in particular will, um, a, <clears throat> a, a woman can make or break the man that she's with 100%. She can, she can make him run through walls. I mean, not figuratively. No, figuratively. Yeah, I've, I've seen I, dudes do some stupid stuff I'm, for some I mean, women. Let's. I, I'm, I'm, that's I'm, a whole conversation. That, not, I'm talking about reality. That's that. You're exactly right. Oh yeah, like, they will it, run through a wall. They'll, they'll like if 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 he wanted you and your wife material, and that's and that's his world. He'll go through a wall to get you. I mean, no matter what it is, this is why dudes will work a hundred hours or, a week or weekends. kill other people. Yeah, I mean, it's it's crazy. It, it. I mean, just just for you when he's in love with you, and and that that's that's. I mean, it's it's everything. Fatal attraction, you know. Um, but so this this is interesting because this is the dovetail part. Okay, this is the dovetail part where I'm really curious about Quince's insight on this. So, I, I have so th- in this conversation we talked about this. Like I was talking last night with my, my my buddy's wife, and he was there, and my wife was there, and stuff like that. And uh, one of the things that came up is she goes, well, what do men look for in a woman necessarily? And I just happened to jot down five things I think that are really true. Now, here's what men are trying to get to ultimately. There's three things that men want to get to ultimately mm-hmm. with their wife. There's three things, and I talked to you guys about that ahead of time. Guys want to have great sex with their wife. Okay, that's just sexual intimacy is important. You cannot undercut that to a man. And if you try to, he should fight you at every point. Okay, he should fight because it's very important to a marriage. It's very, very important to a marriage. Most divorces end in two reasons. Money. And? Sex. Yep, 100%. Money and sexual intimacy. Those are the two two reasons people get divorced more than anything else. Okay? Uh, a violation of one of those or a misunderstanding of one of those or something like that. It just convolutes and com- compounds the relationship in ways that are devastating. Okay? In, in, in every way, shape, and form. Um, so, going back to it... Um, and I, I just just so you know, one of the reasons I have, I have Quince on here is that I believe that maybe her her future husbands may be listening to this somewhere out there. I'm going to speak to you, man. I'm going to speak to you because this girl personifies everything I'm going to talk about real quick. You really do. You really do. And it's 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 amazing. It really is. She's a sweetheart in, in a lot of ways. But here's here's the first thing. OK, the first thing the so, guys. So five things that real men find attractive. Exactly. In, we're not talking in, about in, Sims in, in and a betas. Wife, in a wife. No, we're not talking about Sims and betas. You're simping in beta and you want to go ahead and get triggered and call me and get all upset and everything else like that. I'm never buying Zeal cigars. Again. I don't care. OK, this is this is this is such a big issue for me that it goes way beyond cigars. Way goes into culture where there's got to be enough people agreeing with what really is a man in order to change things. And I'm going to be one of those voices. And I'll be a lightning rod. I don't care. You know, the, I'm, I'm too old to care now. I'm 48 years old. I'm not, I don't really care, man. I got my life set. We already understand that. Uh, my, here's my thing. Here's the thing. First off, first off, she has to look good. She has to be attractive. Now, that's subjective. Yeah, it has to be attractive to you. Yeah, exactly. And your standard of beauty is your standard of beauty, whatever you find attractive as a man, okay? And that, that's very, very important because when you marry her, that's your standard. 
Okay, you don't have like a fantasy girl. You don't have somebody else you're looking for or something like that. A trophy wife. Yes, exactly. You're not. You're, you know, when you marry, that's your standard of beauty right there. That's your standard. Okay, you don't marry for potential. You're married, but she does have to look good and it has to be attractive to you. I married my wife. I knew exactly. And when when I met my wife, she was very attractive, and I was like. I want to get her number. I want to be around her. She is awesome. She, and she personifies these things too, but that's one of those things that I remember thinking she looks at. So that this idea that, that guys just will, will, you know, uh, be with a girl because of personality false. It will not happen. That is not why looks are very important to men. That is very, very important. So looking good is very, very important. And Quince, obviously you're beautiful, you know, so that that's very, very important. And, and, and as an older brother, as, as a, as a, as a, as a guy in your life, it's important to say that too, because you want your 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 daughters and your and your little sisters to know that you you recognize their beauty and everything else like that. And and women have to understand that that beauty can be used in such a great way, mm-hmm. you know, especially in a marriage. It just it, it, it really it, it can it can hold things and everything like that. And it can be used in destructive ways. Destructive. Well, have you seen that happen? You were going to say something. Go ahead. Um. I was just having a conversation with my mom and um, we were talking about why the prison population is the way that it is. Mm. And um, it's interesting. If you really think about it, most men end up dead or in jail because of money or women. And 95% of the time it's over some manipulative and conniving woman. It's like, it's not, it's not worth it. Wow. You mean like John Dillinger, dude, She's dropping knowledge. Adam, I mean, it's day one, bro. It's over (laughs) a woman. It's day one. They are the most manipulative Mm -hmm. and conniving, just downright evil women. It's not worth it. You're chasing, it just, you're chasing a ghost when you're looking, when young men are looking for some of the things that they're looking for. It's like, you might want to take this seriously. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That, that, that's, that's the other (laughs) which goes to the next part, which goes to the next point. Okay. So looks are important. Body count being low is necessary, is necessary for a man. Meaning like no man wants to marry a slut. No man wants to marry a slut or a girl's got a high body count. And what I mean by that is the girl, people she slept with. Okay. What, what I mean by slept with, had sex with. Okay. Like the, you don't want to do that. You don't want to look for that person. So I, I'm not talking, I'm not talking about girls that you date and everything like that, man. I'm talking about the one, the one you marry. Okay. You want that to body, body count to be low. Or lower. You you have a pretty care. good you have a pretty good thought process on that thought actually, mm-hmm. um, and I've heard you say it before, and it it's something to do with like, what if what if that partner that you decided to marry had been with dudes that were bigger and better looking than you, and I mean bigger in in the way that you think I just said it. Okay, right? like yeah. let's say a dude is just better than you all the way around. There's a lot of dudes better than me all the way around. And yeah. yeah she decided to marry you uh-huh. but still remembers all the times that she had with them but then you don't meet those so, you don't stack up to here, some of those other dudes so she's constantly thinking about them so this is this is a way that men and women are different really 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 in particular so when a man has a sexual experience yeah that sexual experience is imprinted in his in his like the dna of his brain okay like he it's in his subconscious that's why guys every porn thing you've ever seen anything you've ever done sexually you can recall to the front of your mind a girl thinks very differently about those things okay so you don't feel it goes the same way on the other side okay now let me just say how that how that's damaging and how it's positive okay how it's damaging so all of a sudden you marry somebody's got a real high body count 
Now, now, now you as a dude are thinking every time that you have some kind of body count you got because you're taking all of that body count and then comparing it to all her body count every time you guys sleep together. And that makes you feel incredibly inadequate, inadequate, okay, and incredibly insecure. Okay, I can see that. That, Okay, that's one point. the The other point is, um, you have this idea where, like, if 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 my my wife, I'm the only man my wife's ever been with, period. Yeah, I'm the only person that's ever seen my wife sexually speaking. Okay, so there is nothing in her head for me to compare to or anything else like that. Yeah, so I'm as good as it possibly gets. You know, does that make sense? So, oh yeah, it makes that's, sense. That's that's the that's really what guys want. That's really what you want. And that, that's a big thing. People just like they talk to you about health class, right? And they tell you all mm-hmm. the people you sleep with. But like, that's the thing that like, if you don't have a female or a male mentor in your life, if you're a dude or a woman, yes. and and you're not, you don't get, you don't, you're not taught that. You're not explained that that is how that works. Right. Like, right. You you don't understand. Um you know, you don't really understand that emotional side of that. Yeah. The, the, it's, there's a bunch of scientific stuff and like diseases and everything else like that, sure. that we've all heard in, in health class and on every stinking podcast you ever see. Okay. But the point is the emotional trauma that yeah. goes into that. That's exactly. So, yeah. That's so much more like, yes. And that's going back to health class. You're always taught the mechanics of sex. You're not talking about the emotional side of it, which is where it's brushed over. It is. And it's like so many people's hearts get broken and just some people just are at the point of no return and they don't have self-respect for themselves because of what they went through emotionally when it came to sex. Mm. So, and what that does to a woman in particular, because sex for a woman is completely different than it is for a man. Oh yes. For for a man, it's it's meeting a, a, a physical need Okay, and it makes them feel respected and loved. And for a woman, it's emotional, it's intimacy, and everything else like that. And so, when that when that happens, and it doesn't happen in the right way, there's trauma involved with that. I'll give you an example. There was a a, a video I just saw on the internet the other day where a guy literally came in. Uh, he he ordered a prostitute. Okay, it was a call girl, and uh, it was two hundred dollars to get her in the room. Okay, so he gave her two hundred dollars, and he gives her another two hundred dollars just to talk. And he just wanted to talk to her and he asked her about why she got into this, this life and everything else like that. She didn't want to talk about it. And then she said, and he says, and she, and he says, what if I, what if I can get you out of this life? And she goes, you can't, you should not talk like this, that you, this is very dangerous for you to do. And he goes, no, 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 I'll take, I'll take you out of this life. I'll set you up. We'll get you a really good job. I've got all this stuff already ready if you want to come out. And because she's been so deprogrammed from that, uh, from from the the just giving her way giving herself away sexually and and doing this stuff and being a, a call girl, there was no way. Yeah, there's nothing left in her. And uh, oh, I was saying there's nothing right, left in her. Right, there's nothing left in her. And now, now she can't get out of that. She doesn't have the wherewithal to think through that because sex is not an an, an intimate thing that she does. It's something that she does for. It's actually her boyfriend's or pimp. You know, that is it's usually around. that's usually how it is. Like, right. so that's what people don't. That's a whole nother topic. But that's what people don't understand when they when they hire a prostitute is that 90 percent of the time it's somebody being trafficked that doesn't want to do it. Right. 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 Even when they give it the, makes mean, it so much grosser, dude, when oh, you think yeah. about it that way. And, and even when they have you have this opportunity to get them out, they don't want to come out. Because they've been desensitized. I think that's one of the biggest problems. Well, and they're always afraid, and they're usually drugged up on, you know, they usually get them drugged up on something, some sort of, you know, narcotic, and then they um, make them reliant on that narcotic, and then they use that to 
essentially keep them in the in the game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so the the third one, and we're gonna go through these really quick, and then we're gonna do a part two tomorrow. And I'm I'm looking forward to this with Quinta tomorrow. But the 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 third one is class. This is something that Quinta has in spades. Just to understand, like. You have class, yeah, like waiting the, for the right guy to yes, earn it. To earn, she he that that man's got to earn. She's that. not giving it. She's making yes, somebody earn it. Exactly. <laughs> That's. I, I'm telling you, the right man is finds that so song? attractive. You know, we, we got to. I earn think it, it is. Yeah. Is, is it really? <laughs> oh yeah, from uh, Fifty Shades of Grey. Ooh. Oh, is it? oh, okay, Ooh. okay. But I, but I mean, the the thing, and I, I can go on. I can go on and on with this, but when when a girl has class, there's something about her that's like. It's it's quiet. It's not high school. It's not junior high. It's not drama. I mean, there's something about it that that is just graceful. Super, yeah, it's graceful. It's super attractive. It's how she carries herself. Yeah. Feminine, female. There's no doubt she's a woman. You know that that. Yeah. Go ahead, talk. Go ahead, talk. Listen. <laughs> something that's definitely missing from our society because mm-hmm. it's masculinity is in jeopardy, but so is feminism. Ooh. Oh, we're gonna get we gonna, we we can't we cannot have femininity without masculinity, and it's such a shame that we live in a society preach. where people actually think that it's like, no, we need you guys. Yeah, and and we need you like just to understand this. There's, there's, there's a Bible verse. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna start preaching. Here we go. There's a Bible verse. It says, and the Apostle Paul is talking to a church. is having problems with this issue of like femininity and masculinity, and he says it very clearly to him. He says one is not independent of the other. Mm. Women need men, and men need women. It's just true. It absolutely, it's it's, it's literally made from one another, right? Exactly. Literally made from one it, another, it, like exactly. It's the other side of the coin, man. It just you. It's like you, you can't have fire without air and fuel, right? Right? Like, right? I mean, like just and like in all honesty, just having Quinta on the podcast, I'm sitting up a little more straight. I'm kind of being on my my behavior and stuff like that because there's a lady around, and I, and I mean that, you know. So like in the in the sense of like, I'm a little more fiery in the sense of like I I mean like. That I'm just I'm just saying that like let me let me kick you a scenario real quick that, that I think would be interesting, so. So a dude comes up and he sees you, and mm-hmm. he wants he wants to date you because you're attractive. Okay. And he's like he's like hey I want to take you out for coffee or something like that and uh, and you say I actually smoke cigars you know do you smoke cigars he's like well I, I don't but I'm I'm willing to learn and so on and so forth and so you guys go get coffee and later on you come back here to Zeal. Okay, okay, you come back here to Zealand, you're sitting there, you're smoking cigars, and you're, you're on a date. It's, it's, it's a date, okay? okay, something like that. And then uh, I come out of here, like I always do, storming the lounge, just kind of saying hi to people and so on and so forth. Uh, how do you feel about me now seeing that guy? Are you introducing me to that guy? You know, somebody who loves you, cares about you, and, and wants the best for you, mm-hmm. you know, and, and this guy, I'm like, oh, oh, I just, I just happened in on a date. I just happened in on a date, you know, and, and you don't got to tell me anything or anything like that. But so as, as somebody that has like when you say men, men are not independent from women, women are not independent from men. But you also have gatekeepers at your at, in your life, you know, of which I feel I feel like I'm privileged to be one of those. Yes, you, know, you are like, like, hey, this is my little sister. OK, I'm telling you right now, dude, like, don't be hurting her. Cause you're going to have me JB. You can have a bunch of uncles on you that, that'll mess you up. It's, it's that 50 cent scene in that movie. You know what I'm talking about? Right. Where he walks in and says, yeah, this is all there goes. Yeah. That kind of thing. Or, or, or bad boys too. Remember that bad boys too. Yeah. You know, Will Smith comes out. So you I a mean, big tall ludicrous looking mother. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, but like, that's that, that, that's that. And I, 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 one, I feel super honored and very privileged to have that position in your life. And I think that, when that comes up now, let me ask you, let's say, let's say the date's going great. 
Mm-hmm. And you're like, and and you're like, he's he's, you know, we went to this place for dinner. We saw a movie. We're back here smoking cigars. And I'm like, well, I'd like to get to know this young man. I'd like to get to know him. So I sit, so I sit down. And say, can I can I sit down and have a cigar with you? And mm-hmm. what would you say to that? Um. Yes. Okay. All right. All right. I'm 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 liking this already. So I'm sitting down, and then I start I start asking the young man some questions and so on and so forth. And and he's he's knocking everything out of the park. Like he's talking about his his. his his future, what he wants to do, where he's at, and everything else like that. And then we we get to something that's super sketch, you know, and he, he doesn't want to answer the question or he feels uncomfortable with the question that I ask him. Let's just say I'm like, I, I'm, I'm asking him just a very simple question where I'm like, so, uh, you know, where, where'd you go to school? Where, where'd you go to school? Where'd you, go, where'd you come from? Where, you know, what, what, what part of Phoenix you come from? And he goes, I'm not comfortable talking about that, you know? That I'm gonna be honest. That's a red flag for me. Yeah, you, you should. You, you need to. You should feel open. Well, not you should need. You need to talk about where you're from. It's like where you you didn't just come out of thin air. Where are you from? I need to. I need to be informed on what's going on. Which is why I would also have Brad and Justin give the man the whole nigh because I I need to understand what's going on. And he, you know, men. Men talk to other men about certain things, and there, there's just some stuff he's not going to feel comfortable talking to me about that he may feel comfortable talking to you two about. And that's, you know, and, and I'm, I'm going to say this right now. Some, I would I just wonder why he would say that, because I actually heard this conversation actually happen another time with a very similar scenario oh. uh, where a guy didn't want to talk about where he's from. You know, and now there's a lot, there could be some reasons for that. It could be that he maybe served in the military and he was on a secret assignment or something like that. It could be, it could be very simple as him just saying, you know, hey, but in this case, this I knew where this guy was from, okay, and he knew that I knew the people that knew him, and he was trying to hide that from me, and so and and when I found, and, and this this is made up with you, but this actually happened in, in a time, and I and I said, oh, so you're from there, and I don't want to talk about it because the guy might be listening. He's he's like he's like I don't talk about. It. I'm like, are you from this side of the city? And he goes, yeah. I'm like, okay. Would you go to this school? He goes, yeah. I'm like, okay. So you know, so and so and so and so and so and so. He goes, yeah. And then all of a sudden, I text all his friends that I knew. I right there in front of him, like, hold on a second, I'm gonna tell him, I'm gonna tell him, talk to you right now. And it, it, he just got super embarrassed, and he's like, he's like, oh, dude, and he started to wilt in front of me, like he was like big baller, and he started to wilt. I'm like, what, 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 what are you worried about, man? What are you worried? It's okay. Got up and left. Got up and left. Major red flag. Got up and left. And I, I said, I said, just so you understand something, I know this. It sounded like it was okay, but this guy is really dangerous. This guy's really dangerous. He's a waste of your time. Mm-hmm. He's a waste of your time. Got up and left. Never heard from him again. Never saw him again. Gave him my phone number where he can call me to come see me. You know, I'm just here. I'm, I wanted to see him grow and everything too. I'm like, if you, if you have a problem, man, here's my phone number. You know where I work. You know where I'm at. Come back, come back and see me. And I, I say that because like, I, I think that women of your caliber have gatekeepers around them, have yes. people who care around mm-hmm. them, you know, and I'm not, I mean, you're your own woman. You can be like, Riley, take off. I'm fine. I'm like, you're right. You're, you're a woman. You can do that. I'm not gonna. I can't stop anything, you know. But like, as an older brother, somebody who cares about you, there's times that there's there's people that come into someone's life and you, they can pull the wool over your eyes because it's it. He just he just looks perfect. Right. But when guys are with guys, guys are guys. Guys are guys. Yep. And you get to know somebody. And there's guys who are good guys and there's guys who are bad guys, you know. But having that gay, gay, gatekeeper in that. And I think what that also does, it increases your, your, your class ability, meaning like your ability to go, okay, 
yeah, that's that's below my class. I mean, I, yeah. I, I'm high class here. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm thinking about my future and everything else like that. Okay, and it lowers your body count. Okay, so like he's not trying to get in, get in, get in, get on you. Okay, and it also makes you even more attractive to your husband. Ultimately, that comes and says, "Hey, I've been waiting for you all my life, sweetie." Let's go make a go at it, you know? This is something we can dive into tomorrow because we still got two more to go over here. Um, but I think I think as it pertains to to women and how men perceive women, I think men don't look for classy women the way they used to because of what social media has done. Oh. It makes oh, every honey, single that is it makes conversation. That's why I said tomorrow, yeah. Because it makes every single person as you're scrolling, it makes every single woman who puts themselves out there on Instagram or or social media who is, is showing more of themselves, it makes it when a guy gets into a relationship with somebody who is classy and more reserved, they think that there's supposed to be some other expectation, right? Like, oh, you don't just sit around in a broad day, you don't just like willingly show things out like that. That's what that, that that's what all these other chicks are doing all the time. I mean, they literally have who they're in a relationship with at the top of their Instagram handle, but then you scroll down and you see them topless and all these pictures with other chicks and all this stuff, right? Like, yeah. So, classiness, I think, has kind of gone to the wayside. We are living in a society where good is bad and bad is good. Oh, preach, girl. Mm. I think some other society used to live that way before they got burnt to shambles. Rome. Rome. Oh, I was thinking Sodom and Gomorrah. Sodom, well, yeah, Sodom and Gomorrah oh, too, for sure. Forgot but about that. I'm, I'm going to tell you this. We'll, we'll, pause, we'll hit the pause button and we're going to finish this up tomorrow because Quinn's will be back and we'll have some more more time with her. I, I want to say this. Um, like, first off, if you find yourself feeling down as a man, you feel yourself being, you know, feeling attacked by the things that I said, um, I can't control how you feel. But I can tell you that I'm for you. I can tell you that I want to see you grow. And that's the reason that we're saying and we're having the topic in the discussion that we're having today. I want to see men grow. I am deeply concerned about the state of masculinity and femininity in our country today. And I want to be somebody that adds value to the lives of the people who listen to, to us on social media and what have you. And I, and I would say this as well, that the things that Quinta will say, take down for your daughters. Because it is very, very, very important they recognize that because she is absolutely incredible and she's she's a she's a bit of anomaly. She's wife material. She's a diamond in the rough. She bro. absolutely <laughs> is. She absolutely there's, is. She's a diamond in the rough. There's yeah. not many people that that think the way that that she does, mm-hmm. and especially about themselves and mm-hmm. relationships. It mm-hmm. just people don't carry themselves like that anymore. Yeah, and, and we'll we'll put a quick picture of Quinta up there. But African American female finished her bachelor's degree at ASU. Now working on your master's degree. Yep. Yep. I mean, so educated, get has her life together. Well done. I mean, it's great. You're gonna make it. You're gonna make a wonderful wife someday. And didn't have great. anything handed to yeah, her. Nothing, dude. Girl worked for it, bro. Worked. I mean, yeah, got my respect. Like them, than, than some dudes I know. Got more respect for her. Some dudes I know. I'm just letting you know right now. So with that said, guys, we're gonna pause the video. And we'll be we'll be back. Here. Pause the video. <laughs> Our audio. We're gonna we're gonna pause this and we're gonna pick this up tomorrow. So stay tuned for part two. And thank you so much for listening to the Cut Light and Smoke podcast. Stay tuned for next time.